Hi and welcome to another episode of Startup Stories, where I interview the best and brightest startup founders and experts so you can be ahead of the curve with your own startup venture. This episode brings us together with Geir Sand Nielsen from Differ, a startup that gives students a safe place to ask stupid questions, conversations to join and peer mentors to talk to. Students are more stressed than ever. Loneliness, depression and anxiety are key factors for lack of student engagement and university dropouts. 87% find it difficult to cope with their studies, 71% have or have had some kind of mental illness and 29% say they are lonely. In our conversation, we cover how Geir and his startup got into this topic, how aiming for failure can help you reach your goals and how entrepreneurs can deal with mental challenges. I'm super excited to share this episode with you today. Enjoy! Thanks again for, uh, for joining me um, today on, on, on this podcast and taking the time. Um, could you maybe start by introducing yourself, who are you, and, and more importantly, what, what do you do with your startup? What's, what's the problem you're solving? Yeah, sure. So my name is Guy. Uh, I'm a guy based in, based in, based in Oslo, and we build something called Different Chat. And uh, different is a chat for students who uh, want to meet someone they can they can uh, they can study with, because uh, most of the students today are actually afraid of asking for help. Uh, they struggle finding someone. Many are actually lonely as well. So differ use chatbots and uh, to match students so they can find someone that can actually help them. Okay. Cool. Um, I'm, I'm wondering how you, I mean, you're saying uh, students are lonely, um, they find it difficult to, to cope with studies. How do you, how do you test exactly? I mean, there's a lot of studies, but did you do any testing yourself, um, you know, to see if, if people were experiencing that problem, maybe people in your city or, or, or somewhere else? Yeah, uh, so we, start, we st- started out with something else, actually. Uh, uh, so I can take the start of this story. Uh, it was a large business school uh, who mm-hmm. had spent two, uh, spent two, uh, spent two uh, years on trying to figure out what kind of IT tools they n- needed to teach and learn. Mm-hmm. And they ended up with they don't have exactly the stuff they need and they're not exactly sure what to solve either (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so that's a cool start so they came to us and said hey guys can you fix this we're not sure exactly what to fix please come on learn something here (laughs) so at least they understood that they it it was something they had to solve and they were not the right ones to do it um so that's a good start um which is a good start yeah definitely (laughs) so they uh they gave us some money to kind of test this and we started out on trying to engage the students so we understood that the students were not engaged uh, and we wanted to find some way of making them active meaning making them join in the actual course to ask stuff to kind of be there (laughs) yeah um so we had, we tried for I think like three years on finding a way to engage them, uh, wow. like all the different methods you can have, like triggering them, nudging them, nagging them, 
uh, all of this kind of <laughs> spamming them. <laughs> but after a while, we understood, well, we might not actually solve the right thing here. We, we are actually working on the wrong thing here because if you're not if you're not willing to kind of join in, why should we nag you more? Maybe there's something else here. Yeah. So when we understood that, we kind of started to look at it in a different way. And we have tons of people we could talk to because we, ha- we had launched. So we had tons of students we can, we can chat to. Mm. We just started to ask them different things. And after a while, we understood that, well, they're afraid of asking things. They're afraid of joining in. They're not coming because they are lonely. Right? Um, and that's not something they say off the bat because that's scary to say. People mm. don't actually say that. Um, they don't put up their hand and say, hey, guys, I'm lonely. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> that's serious. So when we started to dig in, we kind of understood, well, this was the actual issue. Because uh, when, when you kind of are happy, you, you, you have friends, you feel safe, you're more likely to, be, to also be engaged in your, in your studies. Yeah. Uh, so that's why we kind of nailed down on, on just on the loneliness isolation part yeah. of, uh, of, of this issue so to kind of answer we did talk to students a lot but we asked them the wrong things for a long long time yeah three years you said yeah about three years yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have a lot of respect for the perseverance <laughs> yeah <laughs> thanks <laughs> yeah that is Quite, quite, quite impressive. Uh, I've been. I, I had worked on on a couple of ideas, and we stopped pretty fast. Um, maybe yeah. we should have gone, <laughs> gone, g- gone with it for for a little while longer. But it's really hard to, or for us, it was really hard to say. You know, there there's no problem, or we are too dumb to find the problem. You know, yeah, kind of differentiate, and you kind of just said okay we just haven't asked the right questions and you you went on and really found the right questions which is well we think so at least when we're still not sure but we believe it's the right one at least uh but another aspect here which is kind of important as well because i said the school gave us the money right mm-hmm. uh and when they give us the money we kind of have to do what they tell us yeah. uh so we kind of have to build what they expect us to build and yeah. the schools uh, think they want some way of engaging. They they want to solve the isolation part as well, but their core issue is actually how can we push this content to our students so they actually read it. Come yeah. on, dumb students, read this stuff. Yeah. Um, so we were a bit kind of uh, trapped because we had to do what we have promised them to. Yeah. So in, in the last half a year, we are slowly moving to the uh, to the to the isolation part, and we have legacy now because we are promised to do something, and the schools have also paid us. So we have to kind of mm. stick to what we have sold them, and yeah. still move on. So this is really 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 hard. Yeah, um, I can I can imagine you you you're kind of like an an agency or a consultancy that that needs to do what the customer wants or what the paying customer wants, yeah. even though maybe that's not the right thing uh, to do right now. Yeah, but we still have to because we need some money, right? Yeah, <laughs> you got you to gotta pay the bills somehow. You have to. And so 
it's hard to do both of them. And I think that's the challenge everyone will meet. Uh, yeah. Everyone will probably work on the wrong things and sell the wrong things. And then you're yeah. stuck with it. So what to do at that point? That's, that's an issue. Yeah. What did you do uh, to... I mean, so you had a, a lot of students on your platform. What did you do to kind of identify the users you could help the most? You know, those were that were the loneliest. Or huh. uh, we did. We were just active in there, so we built a chat. That means we can be inside the chat and chat with people, right? That, yeah. that kind of makes sense. So we were just super active in there. Uh, we were inside the course. Uh, looking at everything uh, and posting also inside the course, we were we were we were allowed to because uh, we wanted to learn as well. Yeah. Uh, so then you pick up things and then you start to see some names. You start to talk with these guys and you kind of yeah. After a while, people start to talk to you because you mm-hmm. they they see you as a as a name that is there and 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 they think you're safe. Because uh, students are afraid of being stupid, uh, or so everyone, we, everyone maybe students more, but everyone yeah. maybe yeah. yeah. So when you see someone you can trust, you yeah. talk to that person, and we became that. And then the the students who were not safe started to talk to us or me, and then then I learned. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah so. Simple as that. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 quite impressive. I mean, you need to, and it's true. You need to build that trust, you know, and that people need to get to know you when you're when you're trying to solve a topic as as personal as you know loneliness and yeah. uh, and things like that. So that's that's another challenge. It's not it's not just uh, you know selling kebabs. Uh, it's it's really really different and i mean you i um i asked you before before uh we started recording um about uh you know what's some mistakes you did and you in the beginning um you said you tried to solve too many things so there was some kind of a lack of focus can you tell me a bit more about about that because it's it's so difficult uh, to focus and to know on what to focus. So yeah. how did, what what did you go through and, and how did you realize that and, and become better at it? Uh, so start with the last thing. I'm not sure we are, we are better yet, but we at least know it. <laughs> that's the first step, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the first step. <laughs> and kind of admit you suck is kind of step one and then then uh what we did when well i think how we understood it was it's hard to sell it because people don't understand what you do so if if people end up asking you so guy what what do you actually do tell me again then then you know you have done something wrong (laughs) Um, i've I've gotten this question so many times Yeah. So you, ha- you have to pitch your mom, and if if your mom doesn't understand, well, we have you have to do it again, maybe. So um, that's number one, and, and number two is kind of you understand you sell to different uh, different groups. We have multiple levels of different groups. So we had uh, teachers, TAs, students, academic, like the the ones you're buying it, 
Uh, so it's multiple groups. Uh, and if you're not able to zoom in on just one of them or, or two of them, you also have a challenge because it's hard to, to, to tell the story to multiple people. Mm. Um, so we believed we had to fix it for, uh, for every one of those groups. Um, but we kind of realized just after a while we can't. Uh, yeah. And we're kind of forced to. So I'm, I'm not sure it was a, a clear thinking behind narrowing it down, but but it comes out of we are few people, we are a small team, or we are eight eight guys now, so we can't solve it all. Um, so we have to focus as well, and and then you can build something excellent when you build something for a niche and be best in that niche. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm, I'm not sure. We, I, I don't think we are the best case to kind of uh, understand what to do here. Uh, but at least we learned it, and and I, I've seen that in some in some other startups I've made as well. This is my I think my fourth, and and the same pattern is there. I mean, you see so many things you want to solve and cancel, and you think that's fun. Like, oh, this this is cool. We can actually fix it. Just do this, 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 mm-hmm. this, and and it's ready and it always takes more time and you're always kind of being kind of stuck after a while because you promise more than you can fix and you don't have the team to kind of build it so, yeah you know <laughs> yeah it becomes a mess yeah yeah so you have to kill something in there and say well i'm this is cool i can probably do this but i will not do it yeah yeah <laughs> so you have to say no yeah yeah which is which can be tough because because you there's it's just everything looks like a new opportunity and it could be the next thing and if, if you don't try it out maybe you're missing out because you don't really yeah. know what's going to be successful you know yeah, you never know <laughs> you never but know that's the key as well I think you're afraid of of uh, missing out I think when you start something you're kind of a personality that you you see a vision and you want to build it that that's we are those kind of we are that race right. Mm. So it's our nature to see something, and 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 when you see something you can fix, you are afraid of someone else will do it if you don't do it. So you don't want to miss that chance of creating something. Yeah. So we have to fight our inner selves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <then> a, letting go. <laughs> it's a constant fight. Yeah. yeah. But. Um... So you you also mentioned that you were you were good at uh, at you know building structures and routines, um, and I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit more about that, um, whether that was for yourself or also you know within your team. I mean, eight people is it's not nothing to to you know to get everyone aligned and 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 work productively. Yeah. How do you how do you how do you do that? Uh, well, how I try to do that, because uh, this is also an, an aspect where we can always get, get better. Yeah. Um, so what we try to do, well, what I have in mind, at least, that the only thing we have is our time. Mm-hmm. That's the single thing we have. Uh, and uh, it's up to us to use that time the best. Um, so that means how much effect can I get for each hour spent for the team? Uh, so that kind of comes down to then you need to align and have a, have a structure in place to 
optimize how the time is spent. Uh, and then you need to follow like some basic shared rules. So I, I just think I have this mind you think this way all the time. I think like a big Excel sheet where the end result is value per hour spent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I calculate this for my whole team and I create like a structure for it and I expect them to um, to uh, to understand the same thing. But most of the time they don't, of course, right? <laughs> uh, so, so we have to kind of, uh, I have to understand that they don't have the same sheet in their head. They're actually thinking about something else and they have different skills and that's good. Uh, so uh, I think lots of, of of pains is coming from this because we have different things in mind. I have this this Excel sheet. They have some other things in 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 in, in their heads, and uh, so it's finding the structure that's enough, but not killing it with it. So. Yeah. Finding a balance is super hard. Again, uh, you need structure, but not you. You ideally you shouldn't have the need for one because you should all feel the same thing, have the same goal, the same vision, and just instantly understanding how to spend your time. Yeah. But since we are eight heads and not one head, we kind of have to need something, something in place to kind of try to align us enough. Yeah. And there we have, I must admit, we, I think we pretty much suck at it uh, right now. We, 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 we talk about this a lot and, and we try to kind of improve it, but we haven't cracked the code, but I still believe I'm good at it, but I'm good at, at, good at this on my terms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, ideally, I should think for the whole team and, and put, a stru- put a structure in place that kind of fits them all yeah. based on how they are. Yeah, I mean that's a super super tough challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think the learning, if you were to learn something from this, is the understanding that people are are different and they work in a different way, and that's cool. Yeah, uh, and and you have to understand who's who, how do they work, and try to kind of adapt it to them. Yeah, uh, someone like to move fast. Someone like to sit and think and do do it, right thing. And that's cool. So use them, kind of understand what is this guy, uh, what's this guy's nature? Mm. How does he work? And try to make him good rather than pushing your way of doing things onto them. Yeah, yeah. How do you do it for yourself then? Um, How do you increase the output per hour? I I guess it has to do a lot with, you know, focus again, prioritizing. So what, what I do, I, I, I pretty much do two, two, two things. Uh, I have an impact uh, time scale in my head. So I always try to think, so this task here, how long time does it take and how much impact does it give? Hmm. And then I try to kind of place it and I work on those who have the most impact per time spent. I don't use um, kind of an actual numbers. I just do it in my head right away. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of, I believe this has impact, so I, I will try to do this. So that, that's the first thing. And just think about it a little while. And also in meetings and those kind of things. So if, if, if it's just me, it's just my time. But if we are meeting with all of us, all, all eight, then 
the time spent, so one hour spent is actually eight it's hours. Eight hours spent, yeah. So it has to be worth eight times more uh, to to spend time on it. Yeah. Um, so that's the first thing, uh, and the second one is I try. I, I think of a task of never doing this task again. So my job is to not do it ever again. Yeah. That's the that's the goal. So I working myself out of things. Yeah. Um, that means someone else have to be able to do that task, um, and they have to be able to do it good enough but still in their own way yeah because uh, they will not do it the same way as me yeah. uh, but i still have to make sure it's enough so it's good that's the second one yeah. which is also hard because i expect a lot and and uh good enough might be pretty hard at times yeah um yeah so that's the that's those two i do yeah i really i i the first one, kind of with the the meeting thing, I worked at a corporate and we had so many meetings and uh, with with my team, it was really a waste of time um, yeah. to all be there. You know, we calculated, okay, it's it's our team was four, so it was four times one hour, two hours, so eight hours, it was a full day. You know, it's like, <laughs> so I, I, but the second one I've, it reminds me of what Tim Ferriss says is, you know, take the decision that um, m- makes a thousand decisions obsolete. Um, yeah. So it kind of reminds me of that. It's quite cool. Um, and we'll try to, we'll try to use it as well. Now, there's probably a lot of things I'm doing. I'm, I'm, I'm repeating. <laughs> yeah. But there will be though. I mean, you have to do things again and again, but, and at least have it in your mind. That's what I think, right? Because um, yeah. there's also another word saying, if you're not like what you do, why should you do it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and you should kind of do what you'd like to do. So if you find something you really like, why shouldn't you stick to it? Yeah. <laughs> so that's the other kind of side of it. But, uh, <laughs> why can't it just be easy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please. Uh, um, I, I asked you... Also, before the interview about about if there was a one topic you would like to talk about to, you know, to share with entrepreneurs, and you mentioned mental health, with which makes sense, um, since we're talking about uh, differ uh, and 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 that topic. What I mean, you've probably read a lot about that topic, and and you've talked to a lot of students, and so you've got firsthand experience. What do you feel are the are the biggest challenges when it comes to to the topics you are addressing with with um with differ for 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 your users for students right yeah so the biggest challenge i think is well the uh, the outcome here is that people quit school because uh, they don't have friends or they don't feel welcome there or, or something like that. So wow. they decide to leave school. There, there are, I think in the States, there are 44% of all the students leave school. I mean, it's it's so many. It's That's insane. Mind-bubbling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I mean, there are lots of um, courses here. I mean, one is, is mental health. Others is people that are just tired of it and want to leave, but... Mental health is one of the bigger ones, and 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 the ones that we, I think we can fix. Um, so 
that's the main problem uh, of it. And I think the reasons are kind of lame as well, because the schools have scaled their institutions, right? They are, they are bigger classes. They, mm. they have to make money. So they have uh, cohorts that's super large uh, and, and those kind of things. So um, they've only scaled the, uh, the academic part, yeah. uh, not, the so, not the social part. Uh, so that's one thing that's happening. And the other thing that's happening is the whole internet thing, you know, the yeah, online stuff. And the schools have not really been able to go online for real on the social part. Yeah. Uh, many have a chat here and there, but they haven't like really established a way of, of helping the students online. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's so simple things that can be done. Just just giving students a single friend uh, they can talk to uh, when when they're stuck, when they're lonely, just someone. Because mm. um, students are in the position in their life when they go from a, like a safe-ish area and they're 18, 19, they have a small class probably, and they go into the world and what they meet is kind of nothing. They meet lots of academic content and they see lots of other students who they believe are super cool and safe. But no one no, no one feels safe. No one is. <laughs> um so I really care about that in that sense. And also I myself have experienced this because I didn't finish school. And I was like a loner. Yeah. And I stutter as you can hear as well. That doesn't make it cool. Um, so I kind of feel that that feeling when you're in a big room of, of students and you feel like you're on the lower range of the social, you know, social, the social, the social status rank. Yeah. So you rank at the bottom and you raise your hand and you stutter a lot. That feeling is something I, I don't want anyone to have. Yeah. Um, so that I believe many have that feeling and, and should be easily addressed by just making them feel safe, someone that, that they can feel safe by. So that, that's, the, that's the obvious part, but also experienced this during my, during my, during my startup life. Uh, this is, like I said, my fourth startup, and, and it takes over your life uh, in any way, and, and it shouldn't. I mean, you should do this because it's fun. You should do this because you kind of want to achieve something or change the world. Mm. But if you constantly have this nag of you don't have money, you need to do X and Y, that's kind of, then it, uh, it doesn't become fun anymore. Yeah. Um, so I believe many startups out there are having a mis- uh, miserable life. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, and they shouldn't. Um, and I kind of, well, I haven't fixed this, mind this myself, but I'm trying to say, well, what if you fail? What's the worst thing that can possibly happen? Yeah. I get a job or something. Uh, that's the worst thing. And people say, oh, that's bad. I mean, nothing bad happens. Uh, so just understanding that failings is okay yeah. was for me like a mind-changing thing. Uh, yeah. So now every now and then I kind of go through my room and say, I, I try to visualize we have failed yeah uh, and that makes me not afraid of failing that much anymore yeah that's a very very good exercise yeah 
So I think everyone should do that. But also the other part of it, right? You also should do. We have won. We have nailed this shit. So you can't only think about the negative part, but yeah. you have to visualize both of them. Yeah. I but there is quite. You do have to do kind of both sides, um, and it's. I mean, that's the roller coaster. That also happens in in the everyday. You know, you have bad days, you have good days, you have days where you have good and bad. Um, yeah. But, I mean, definitely the the visualizing that. It, I think. Failing is just the wrong word, because it has this negative connotation. Um, yeah. So people think it's bad, but as you said, if you if you really ask yourself what's gonna happen, what's the worst that can happen. It's not really bad. You, you'll still be alive. You'll find a job, or you, you can live with your parents, or you know. <laughs> just, uh, just want to share a story there as well on the word failing uh, and how you can flip it. I mean, it's not startup life, but it's kind of dating. So, as I told you, uh, I was not the coolest guy around uh, when I was younger. Um, so uh, I used to go to pubs and kind of. Uh, I had to I had to train to to talk with girls. I, had, I mean, I I was really bad at it, so I, I need a way to kind of make it work. Yeah. So what I did was to go on a pub, and I said to myself, "So the goal today is is to fail. The goal is that the girl will kind of say you're an, you're an, you are you are an idiot. Uh, I'm not talking to you. So making the failing the goal." Then if I fail, I won. <laughs> That's amazing. That is so <laughs> and good. If, and if I didn't fail, well, that's still okay, right? right. Uh, the other outcome is still very good. I mean, yeah, yeah. So I that, that. that was super cool. But then I had to work with myself a lot. But just when I felt like, well, I really want to fail now, then it changed everything because I was not afraid of it anymore. And just okay, I will say stupid things. That's a goal, isn't it? <laughs> oh man this is amazing this i've i've thought about you know how to you know I, I came only to you know maybe we could just change the word and not call it failure but using it as a goal that is just yeah. gold because I, I, I don't think you can change i mean other people will actually use the word yeah so if you if you choose a different word you kind of allow them to win the word but by taking the word and changing it, you kind of take the word back. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that is cool. Racism is the same thing. I mean, when, you have, when you're swearing as well, it's the same thing. People say swearing is not good and they kind of don't allow you to say certain words. But then the words win. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. That's something else. Yeah. That is really good. <laughs> and uh, obviously, you were successful with that technique. Well, depending on what you mean by that, but uh, I won now and then, I failed now and then. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's fun. That's the most most important part. It's fun. It's fun. I think that's very useful for any in any life situation and and for for entrepreneurs even more. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, is there something crazy you believe that nobody else around you believes? Uh, I wrote something in there too. I don't remember what you actually what wrote. What we just talked about. 
Oh, it did. And okay, I, cool. I understand now. Like, I feel like you take it to another level because you answered, it's okay <laughs> to talk about, talk about failing. And I, I totally think that's, you know, I agree. We should talk about failing, but you take it to, <laughs> to another level with your, with your technique. <laughs> so I really like that. Yeah. Cool. Cool. But even this is something, not something I do all the time, but when, when I, when I do something good, when I make something happen, this is what I do. So when I've done something good, this is probably what I've done. But uh, it's pretty hard to do it, so I'm not doing it all the time. So just I'm not that crazy shit to kind of do all these kind of things all the time. Yeah. It takes some real effort to get there. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and I got my last question before I, before I, I let you go. Um, what what's the the last book you read or or any piece of content you you consume that that you would recommend to to future entrepreneurs yeah so uh the sapos guy uh who yeah. wrote a book called uh called uh, called uh, called delivering happiness yeah. uh brilliant uh, it's really about what you really sell and focus on one kind of on, on one core aspect. Yeah. Um, so I would recommend everyone to read that. Uh, his name is terribly hard to say. Tony Se. Oh, yeah. It's H S I E H. Wow. Yeah, the H S is kind of difficult. So I'm not sure. Yeah. But uh, that's that's cool. So it's a really fun story about his startup and how he did it. So it's more like a novel in some ways, but tons of learnings. Yeah, a very successful startup. That, yeah. Yes, yes. That was it. Um, thank you, thank you, Gary, cool. so much for uh, for uh, taking the time and sharing the journey on on. I mean, on that on that so so important topic uh, and so so tough topic of mental health. Thanks for having me. Thanks for uh, letting me share my my thoughts on this. Of course. Thanks so much and all the best to to differ. Yeah, best to you as well, man. That was it. Thank you for listening to another episode of Startup Stories. Make sure to check out the show notes with additional links at nerdentrepreneurs.com. And if you like our podcast, leave a review on iTunes. Cheers.